Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. In this charming romantic comedy, an Indian woman studying in Prague and a lonely New Yorker began an unconventional correspondence through video letters to strangers searching for human connection in a hyper-connected world. The correspondents blossom as they share hopes and dreams and secrets and confidences. Uh, they put their hearts on the line to each other, but, they, and, but dare they take the chance on actually meeting. Winner of the Audience Award for Best Narrative uh, Feature at the 2013 Slam Dance Film Festival, Hank and Asha is a film about identity, longing, and irresistible appeal of entertaining one's life's what-ifs. We're joined today by the director, writer, producer, co-writer, editor-producer, that would be James E. Duff and Julia Morrison. Welcome to Film School. Thank you so much, Michael. Pleased to be here. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh, well, let's start with the basics. Uh, the uh, The film is, it's not un- unusual in that it is a love story, but it's an unusual uh, a way of... Uh, of uh, telling the story. Tell me a little bit about the inspiration for... Uh, I'll start with uh, Julia. Tell us a little bit about the inspiration for the story. So uh, at the time that we wrote the film, we were uh, living in Prague, and we were teaching at a film school there, actually. And um, we were feeling pretty lonely and isolated and having a tough time connecting to people. And um, we were reflecting back on a time when we used to write letters. Mm-hmm. Um, and that whole dynamic of putting putting your thoughts carefully into a letter, presenting your best self, uh, fantasizing about the other person that you're corresponding with, all of these dynamics of, of longing. And um, we wanted to play with that idea and update it to the to today. Mm-hmm. And we were speaking with a friend of ours who had actually courted his wife by sending her video letters, and so he let us watch them, which um, was a very generous thing for him to do. And brave. And, and, and brave. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and the really cool thing was when we were watching them, it felt, in a sense, like we were watching a movie. Yeah. Um, and we were right in the inside of this relationship, and he was speaking to camera, to his wife, but it felt like he was speaking to us. And so we thought, wouldn't that be an interesting idea to tell a, you know, to make a film using just that dynamic where the audience is really put into the middle of this relationship as it evolves through the letters they, video letters they send back and forth. Now, uh, James, in terms of uh, the characters themselves, um, any connection in, I mean, the people that you know in your life, was there a connection there? Was this something you just came up with? We've got a New Yorker, uh, and we've got a woman, an Indian woman who's studying in Prague. You obviously were in Prague, but where did the characters come from? Yeah, well, again, it came from a base of kind of loneliness and longing. And in New York City, it's, I don't know, 10 million people. But in a sense, it can be very isolating until you find your way. Mm-hmm. And definitely, I've been through that, and you know, a number of people I know have been through that. And you just want to connect with someone, just just so you just feel good. Yeah. And so that's kind of the background for him. And for um, Asha, 
you know, we were looking for, again, somebody lonely and basically a fish out of water, out of place in Prague in the Czech Republic. And we had talked to, we had a number of Indian students in our class, and um, they kind of were, they, they were having trouble adjusting because the general population just kind of would stare at them, and hmm. and they felt just kind of like they were, weren't real people at times and were struggling to connect. Um, and so we kind of wanted a character in those shoes who, while they're thrilled to be in Prague and they're doing chasing their dream, they're still longing for what we all need, and that's uh, a deep human connection. So that's, that's where the characters came from. All right. I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with uh, James E. Duff and Julia Morrison, uh, James is the official title of director. I have a feeling there was a little bit of overlap here. Producing, uh, written by uh, James and Julia Morrison, and uh, I'm sure, and edited. Julia did the editing on this. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, So, obviously, a film like this, in which really there's just two characters that we, we're seeing for almost the entire film, um, yeah. it, it, casting had to be critically important. Um how much were either of you or both of you involved in casting this? I assume a lot, but tell us a little bit about the casting, uh, Julia, for the, these uh, two fine actors. You found some great actors here. Uh, let me just say who they are. Uh, Mahara, Mar, I'm sorry, Mahira Kakar and Andrew Pastides. Ah, see, this is why I should be uh, not a linguist. Okay, so tell so tell us a little bit about the casting of these two very good actors in this. Well, um, we we knew from the very beginning that for the idea to work, we really needed to work with excellent actors, and we wanted the the dynamic to be very collaborative. And so we wanted to find trained theater actors who were really strong with improvisation. So, um, so we actually worked in New York with a casting director and uh, Paul Fouquet, and he brought in, um, you know, he did a lot of auditions and brought in a number of actors. And when we met these two actors just from the get-go, it was, you know, we knew that they were Hank and Asha. Mm-hmm. The audition itself was also improvisational, and they're both natural storytellers, and um, and we're we wouldn't have made the film without them. <laughs> yeah. Well, they are. They're very, very personal. First of all, very kind of open, and they just uh, have a, 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 a an intelligence about their personalities that's very engaging. It's a, they're both very engaging performers. Um, sure. And uh, and it doesn't hurt that uh, they're attractive young people. <laughs> uh, there's nothing you know, nothing wrong with that. Uh, and, and in the case of uh, Bahira, uh, she is just the most beautiful eyes. <laughs> uh, she's just a really, just uh, just an op- such an open uh, personality to her. Um, did you work with them uh, in casting this? You, obviously, did you work with them uh, separately? And then did did you cement this sort of uh, casting decision, seeing them play off of one another? Was there something in that dynamic? No, we saw them individually. Okay. So we just, you know, because in a sense, that's what they were going to be doing was we're making these video messages, excuse me, messages to camera. Yeah. And so we didn't really want them to be, um, you know, in the same room. And we wanted to see their chemistry actually with the camera mm-hmm. and how they interacted with that. And, and it's really hard. Julie and I actually tried to make video messages ourselves to test it, and it was really embarrassing we were so self-conscious. It was horrible. 
and it's made us appreciate, you know, how, what fine actors, how they can do that and make it seem easy, and it's not easy. Yeah, no, and, and uh, they again, they seem very at ease on camera. Um, and uh, one thing about the story, and just once again, I remind our listeners, we're speaking with uh, James E. Duff and Julia Morris, and the film is Hank and Asha. It's opening here in Los Angeles uh, on April 18th. And by the way, by the way, you're, you are both going to be at the North Hollywood Lemley NoHo uh, tonight at the 7.30 screening and also tomorrow night for the 7.30 screening. And then on Sunday, wow, the trifecta, uh, <laughs> at the 3.10 and the 5.20 screenings, uh, all of those are at the NoHo um, Lemley in uh, North Hollywood. And that's a terrific theater, and, and Lemley's chain is a, is a remarkable uh, theater chain anyway. So, uh, well, really. We're really yeah. happy to be playing there. Yes. Yeah. So I guess one of the things about a story like this is the the transition, the journey that they both take. And I, what I really one of the strengths of this film, it's the heart of the film in my mind, is this incremental uh, relationship. The way that you're able to layer in the levels of increasing intimacy into the story. Um, and knowing that a, a lot of the film was improved between them, um, was there? How, how did you find that balance in not in not revealing too much too early in the film and allowing this to sort of organically evolve? Um, well, yeah, no, that's such a good question, and in a number of different ways, um, you know, each scene was an individual letter, mm-hmm. and it was kind of it was in and of itself. And, you know, work with Mahira and Andrew about what specifically they're trying to accomplish with that letter, how they're trying to make the other person feel emotionally, which is what you do when you write a letter. And they knew kind of where we wanted the letter to go. Um, But then we would do each uh, letter about 10 different ways. Mm -hmm. And so I guess, you know, you're talking about the layering of emotion and so forth. So those different ways allowed us to kind of gauge that when we went into the editing room where we were at in the movie, because we did have those options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Julia, it is, uh, y- y- you're right. The f- the, it's a little different than let's say they were having a relationship via Skype because there would be an interplay between the two of them. But with this, I think as you, James, you said, it's appropriate. It's a letter. It's a, it's a different kind of letter, but it's a letter and it's more in some ways much more immediate because your facial expressions, you're watching a lot of different things and you're hearing a lot of different things, intonations and things like that. But to get that sort of that early, especially at the early stages of the relationship, that kind of probing part of a relationship, finding out, you know, are there any landmines here? How much do I think I'm going to like her? You know, those kind of things. And it's just done beautifully in this film. It's just such a joy to watch on that level. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. So much. Well, there's there's the part in every relationship too where you you get kind of caught up in the giddy thrill of it. Yeah. And um and I think that that dynamic is particularly heightened when you're corresponding with someone in this way because every time you send or receive a message, it's this really you know fun, exciting thing, and you're really invested in every moment of it. Yeah, and what I what I liked about the characterizations on the part of Andrew Pastides and uh, Mahira uh, is that uh, the the enthusiasm is shared, but the more reserved 
is Mahira's character, Avasha. Hank seems much, to me, much more quickly ready to jump in with both feet here than, than she does. And then there's a lot, a lot of reasons we're not going to get into that because we want our listeners to go and see the film. So, But I, I like the fact that he seemed, he's in, I would, is it fair to say he's in this more quickly than she is? Uh, uh, yeah, you know, it's one of those things where, again, he's a lonely New Yorker. He's yeah. gotten out, for, an engagement was broken off. And he's looking for connection, and this gorgeous woman, exotic Indian woman to him, reaches out and sends him this kind of very flattering message. So kind of, I think that, and her is very innocent by sending that. She just wanted to express her feelings about a film, but for him, you know, it's more personal. And so, therefore, I think he was drawn in quicker just because of that immediate response and just, you know, what a flattering thing that is. Yeah. Julie, did you share, you feel that way too? Is that how you see it? Because I, what we didn't mention was that uh, the character of Hank, he's a filmmaker. He's made a, a documentary that she's seen, and she was impressed with it, so she sends him this letter. Um, and um, now, uh, is, I mean, it's virtually just the two of them. Uh, going into production on the film, did you, I mean, I mean you're committed to this, obviously, Uh any reservations at any point, you know, you're banking this film on the, on these two, on these two characters. So. Well, in a sense, I mean, that was kind of the fun of it. We definitely felt like, well, this is an experiment, you know, and it's like, like this is, you know, we believed in them as actors and, and their charisma. And, um, you know, we just had a, good time while we were shooting the film and then and then then we sat down for the edit and sort of went through and yeah well, and uh well it it worked obviously it worked out well and that leads me to a question about the uh uh the film festival uh, circuit that uh I don't know you know obviously with this being your first feature probably new to to that uh journey um and that's gone exceedingly well for you it's a winner of a number of awards um How's that been? Sort of. How long? How long ago did the film actually uh, fi- finish up production? And so we finished in the fall of 2012. Okay. And so then you know we sent it out to some places, and we were accepted into Slam Dance, and so we were so over the moon with that. And it's a real filmmakers festival, and we won the Audience Award, and that really um, kind of opened a lot of doors for us. Mm-hmm. And so that was very, very exciting. Um, and so from there, you know, we just sent our film out, and then sometimes people would invite us. It just was kind of all over the map. And But we realized the importance of going to the festivals um, and making that, again, our film was about connection, making conne- connections with the audience. Yeah. And in, in a film like ours, you know, we're not going to be released on 3,400 screens, and it was an opportunity to play in these places that wouldn't ordinarily get a film like ours, and then, you know, they can, if they enjoy our film, then when it comes out on digital, then they can download it and spread the word. So it's, it was, I didn't realize how important it was to actually be there, you know, when the film screened. So you, you did, you, you went, to, yeah, I, I can only imagine. You're right, it is about connection. So I, especially in a very difficult marketplace for filmmakers. I mean, it's, I think it's only gotten more difficult to be recognized, to get sort of your head above uh, the, the noise in this, in an environment like this. Uh, has it been more 
more daunting, less daunting? Has it been fun in some ways, Julia, for you going to the film uh, circuit, film festival circuit, and now here you are at uh, you know the release date, the theatrical release date? What's it been like for you? It's been terrifically fun. I mean, one of the other highlights of the festival experience for us was meeting other filmmakers, mm. and you know we've sort of been on a ride and. You know, we 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 met some filmmakers at one festival and might see them three months later at another, and so we definitely feel much more connected to the community of filmmakers, and we're all helping each other out. And you know, our friends have been helping promote our opening in New York and LA, and so that's been that's also been really fun part of the festival experience. Yeah. Tell, uh, just remind our listeners uh, the the uh, website for for. It's is it it's just Hank and Asha, right? Yeah, it's uh, Hank, Hank and and we're also on Facebook, Hank and Asha, and Twitter at Hank and Asha. Okay, uh, uh, James, what was the shot on? What did you use uh, to shoot this? This was a Canon uh, 5D. I, I a Canon Mark II to be specific. Yeah, I can't tell you how many people are shooting on that. It is amazing how it many. Really, oh, really, I mean the. The picture is absolutely fantastic, and you know, for a lot of different reasons, we use that um, one because you know the picture is fantastic, but also the reality of two budding filmmakers would could own one because it's very affordable, yeah. and that they could make each other these messages with a camera like that. And you know, we didn't want the messages to be like cell phones. We actually tested that. It's a romance, and we wanted the the pictures to be beautiful to look at, and that these two filmmakers would try to make them good to look at. And also, um, you know, we had a documentary style crew, you know, about eight people on the set at mm-hmm. any given time. And the small camera allowed us to be more flexible in our movements. Um, it, was, it just was, all, all made sense. Yeah. I, I want to also recognize uh, Bianca Bouti. Is that, am I saying that correctly? It's Bianca Bouti. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the director of photography, I thought it, it yeah, you're, I mean, to your point, it, it looks great. Um and the shots of Prague and I mean just it's a it's a beautiful film to look at, um and uh, and, and and now editing wise Julia uh, are you uh, just curious uh, you're editing on what what uh, on on Avid okay so people just this is sort of a a geek's point um to to make on this but people seem to have moved away from um, Final Cut a lot. From that last, from that last release, but uh, anyway, yeah, I'm just curious because I, I'm sort of. It's fun to kind of gauge where uh, filmmakers are, but the uh, the uh, the Canon seems to just be the camera of choice for so many uh, filmmakers, and I'm just, um, yeah, obviously it works, and it's an easy camera to to operate. I mean, you can you can be in tight quarters with it pretty easily, right? Well, the thing, it's a double-edged sword because yes, that's true, but at the same time. Holding focus is very difficult. Ah, okay. you know, and, and Bianca was pulling her own focus, and I honestly don't know how she did it because I, I can't do it. You know, because you're looking at the monitor in the back of the camera, which isn't that big, and in low light situations, your depth of field isn't huge, and it's it's tricky because you're pulling focus but making looking look like the actor isn't pulling the focus. Right. And she did a beautiful job because you can't really tell that the focus focal point is changing as the act is moving. Um, and so that was a bit of the, the challenge, but she's so good at it that it was, was really smooth. She was really a major collaborator in the film because 
Um, she's also, in a sense, kind of creating the voice of both of these two characters, um, and they are each creating these messages for each other in their own unique style. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, we definitely want to shout out to Bianca because we we really um, loved working with her. Yeah. She's collaborator. Yeah, Julia, that's a good point. They they both have a different, they're a different look. Not only are they obviously the different actors, but they have a different vibe the, the, to uh, when you see them. And you see them in different, various locations. But uh, uh, again, uh, it's such a well-rounded film. It, it's it's beautiful to look at. It's a great story. The actors are just, in, just, as I said, very engaging and warm and inviting and you're pulling for them. <laughs> I mean, you really want this to work, uh, and uh, it, it makes for a just a wonderful experience to to watch the film. Um, so, congratulations to both of you. Oh, thank you so much, Mike. That's so nice. Thank you. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah, and I want to again remind our listeners that uh, James E. Duff and Julia Morrison uh, will be at the uh, North Hollywood Lemley NoHo. That's tonight, Friday night, April eighteenth. Uh, Tomorrow night, Saturday for the that's for the seven thirty screening, both Friday and Saturday night, and then on Sunday, they will be there for the two ten and the five twenty screenings, and I assume we're talking after the film a Q and A and and uh, coffee and donuts. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll and, go ahead. And for your listeners, just one last time, please uh, check out our website hankandasha.com, where you can watch the trailer. Yeah, and watch the trailer. Watch the trailer. Just yeah, and 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 you'll want to you'll want to run out to see the film. So, uh, <laughs> congratulations. And uh, I, I well, just real quick, one last question: Are anything else in the hopper? I don't want to take away from Hank and Asha here, but are you working on anything uh, since? Yes, uh, we're developing our next project as we speak. So we are mm-hmm. we are involved with that definitely. So we're very excited to get back into production and make a new movie. Well, I look forward to it, and uh, thank you so much for being here on Film School. really appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. It's nice to meet you, and thank you so much for having us. You're welcome. That is James E. Duff and Julia Morrison. The film is Hank and Asha. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.